Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... Playing again? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm joined by my wife and co-host, Joanne. Hello, hello, hello. If it's your first time here, Joanne and I have two kids, so it is all about family and the games for us. And you can also check us out on our social media at KJ underscore after underscore dark um, on Instagram and also on YouTube. We stream every Tuesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. And do give us a follow, a subscribe, a like or a comment if you can. Uh, we love to interact with you guys. You can also join us on Discord. The Discord channel info is on the video description on YouTube as well as the podcast description. So definitely come and join us and make it more fun. Discord is definitely the best place to communicate with us and to follow what we're doing and hang out with us in general. Or Instagram. <laughs> That's cool too. So, any highlights of your week, Kevin? Yeah, so I was in Oklahoma City for a couple of days. Uh, we have a um, different part of the company that I work for that works out of there. So, these are people that I work with every day that I've never met in person over the last couple of years just because of COVID, COVID. and everything. Yeah, uh, just kind of the, the world we live in now. But it was really great getting to meet people in person for the first time. Put a um, face on their name exactly so i mean we've done a lot of video calls and that kind of stuff since then but it's just great to be there in person and, and see people it's very very different so yeah that was that was great great experience and a lot of fun um but that was about it for my week didn't really do a whole lot of gaming because of that i guess like in a little bit of hearthstone um on mobile while i was out but um about it obviously a little bit of grounded um, when we came back, but um, yeah, Joanne, how was your week? Oh, well, it's pretty okay. I guess you could say we brought our kids for a breakfast picnic last weekend, and that was fun. Yeah, and then and we also had this kids' birthday party to go to. But at the party, well, there's something fun that happened there that happened to be like the icing on the cake for me is that i was introduced to twizzlers do you know that candy that red candy twizzlers i'm sure most of you in america have heard of it but i'm not from here unlike kevin so it was like wow kevin why didn't you introduce this candy to me sooner it's so cool it has a hole in the middle it's like a cylindrical candy that is like you could use as a straw i mean why do we even debate about paper straws or plastic straws when we have twizzlers the edible straw it's interesting i think we've like looked so much at like different types of straws we could use that are better for the environment and everything but what about like an edible straw like i mean so you were talking about Twizzlers. I would probably think of something else maybe that uh, might be better. I've never really been a huge fan of Twizzlers. I've always kind of more of a, a Red Vines person myself. But um, What's Red Vines? Uh, well, Red Vines is like a red licorice that people compare Twizzlers to a lot, I feel like. They look really similar. 
Okay, I've never、Indeed. had that. You have to introduce yeah, me to that. Yeah, you should try that before you really feel like you land on Twizzlers. Can you use it as a straw?、Uh, I think you can. I think you would have. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you probably can. I don't know. I mean,、Ooh. I don't. That's not normally why you get them or eat them. But <laughs> if it's important that you can also use it as a straw, then we'll have to figure that out. I know, but it was just so mind-boggling. I mean, like you growing up here, you probably had like tons of candy that I've never had before. I mean, I could see why you kind of have a sweet tooth. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like for Twizzlers, there's got to be like I mean, there's a lot of other candy that tops those for me. Yeah, Twizzler is a low-calorie candy. I think I I don't know. I really like it. I like how chewy it is. It's like while I'm drinking out of it, I'm also chewing on it, and I don't know. I was just having so much fun with it today, so I'm definitely getting a whole bunch of Twizzlers. Unless Red Vines. If you get、it. Twizzlers, you're gonna have to eat them by yourself because I'm not gonna be able to help you with those. I'm gonna teach the kids how to drink out of them too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So this is how exciting it is for me to drink from a Twizzler, or I don't know. It was like the best memory of the week for me is to discover Twizzler. I guess discovering something new is always interesting. But yeah, having had Twizzlers for a long time and never really been a huge fan. But、uh, if you guys listening have any candy that you would like to introduce to me that you think I've never had. Um, definitely drop in some comments. <laughs> or please just you know say which side you're on, whether that's Twizzlers or Red Vines, and help Joanne understand、uh, how Red Vines are so just so much better. <laughs> All right, I'll start a poll on Instagram, and we'll see if people prefer Twizzlers or Red Vines. There you go. We'll get some proof that way. Anyways, let's jump to our conversation starter slash icebreaker with the our moments couples edition card game. All right, what question do you got for us this time? What's one dream that you've tucked away for the moment? You can give right, me more、right. than one. So who goes first? I'll let you go first. I need to think this through. Okay, so I guess the one that comes to mind. Is like I've always wanted to learn how to play an instrument better, and I think for a while there I was learning to play the guitar and maybe slightly the drums,、uh, you know. And then as I was kind of learning more and more, we had our first kid, and then after that it was the only time to really have to ourselves to like like go off and do something was when the kids were asleep, which. When the kids are asleep, it's a horrible time to practice an instrument. So it felt like, yeah, like if they're awake, I was usually busy do, like doing something with or for the kids. And then when they're asleep, you, well, now you can't be、play. loud and play a loud musical instrument to the, to the volume that I would want to.、Uh, so then, without like waking them up or like, you know. It's funny because didn't I get you that drum set? Yeah, especially a drum set, which you could hear like from down the street, let alone. In that same house, <laughs> so yeah, that probably wouldn't have gone very well doing that when the kids are around at a young age or trying to sleep and that kind of stuff. So、um, yeah, I put like any music progression behind me for now. I mean, maybe I haven't really picked up my guitar in a couple of years now, like since、um, our son was younger. So you know, basically, kind of had to hang those on the wall a little bit, but.、Um, Hopefully, at some point, we'll kind of get back into that and learn to play the guitar better again. 
Yeah, I remember I played it for him once on our vacation. There was like a guitar in that vacation home and I played it for him when he was like seven months old and he really enjoyed it. But then I don't think I've played it since then because every time I try to play it, he would come and pull on the strings and just disrupt the whole thing. So I, I get what you mean, why we can't play it right now for him. <laughs> yeah, and I think when he gets a little bit older and he could like play an, an instrument himself, like that would be really fun to like each have our own instrument and somewhat teach him how to play something, even though I'm not really an expert at anything either. But it'd be fun to even just like kind of mess around and let him make his own sounds and and use an instrument to whatever capacity he can and then um, kind of playing something along with him just for the heck of it. But that would be fun. I agree. Both the kids seem to have a yeah, love they're singing. Definitely creative and you know, our one year old daughter like seems like she likes to sing a lot and then our three year old son definitely intrigued by a lot of different things and he so far he seems like he kind of likes music or instruments just a little bit so far but yeah that's kind of all i have really for that question what about you any any, uh, dreams you're put away yeah i had the dream to travel around the world i guess like yeah but you did a lot of that before i mean the, the number of countries that you've been to already only 17 so far 17 countries okay that's more than most continents so (laughs) no but yeah i mean i i love traveling and exploring but with the children it's a bit different i like traveling light i like like backpacking kind of travel um not really like carrying all luggage around different cities and stuff but but i don't think that's doable with the kids right now so i've kind of tuck that away and hopefully when they're older and then you and i could maybe go exploring i i have so much of the world i want to show kevin like asia is pretty big europe's pretty big i just want to bring him there and also go to australia and new zealand and there's so many places i want to bring kevin to or rather go with him not bring him but go with him yeah and just for the record i think i've been to like four or five countries i think more right i mean within the caribbean you've been to a few okay there. maybe maybe six five or six anyways definitely less than i can count on america's pretty big so i mean even traveling from a state to the other seems like from one country to the other if you if you ask me <laughs> yeah i guess i haven't really explored like a whole lot of other countries so i guess i don't really have a whole lot to compare it to but yeah sure but, but yeah, like your, to your point, though, once you kind of have kids, it's hard to do that world traveling just because you have to either take them with you, which is already difficult in its own right, or yeah. find and, somebody to watch them for a while. And with COVID, <laughs> yeah. it's like everything's like stop. You know, you can't really travel far enough without needing a vaccine or, I don't know, mass requirements. Yeah, clo- I mean, closed borders. And, and closed borders and or quarantines. You know, all this is like, been more of a hassle since covid yeah. so it's kind of good to tuck it away for the time being until we reach our golden years kevin and we could just explore. focus on raising our kids and exactly. uh, there's plenty of places here in, in the u.s that we can travel to if we want to get an experience of something else yep i agree i agree but that's the dream i guess that i've tucked away for the moment 
just have to wait for let's see our youngest is so 17 more years <laughs> yeah right now we just focus on raising our kids and keeping gaming. them alive and, and gaming, gaming and podcasting i mean why travel the world when you can jump into an rpg and a huge map and explore different areas and all that <laughs> but yeah I know, Lost Ark and Warc- World of Warcraft has really opened, opened the boundaries of traveling itself. I mean, we're not using airplanes anymore. We're writing hippogriffs or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gryphons. Anyways, yeah, that's the question. Any other dreams or is that kind of just the, the one... Oh, that's that's the one thing. It says one dream. I that's the only one I'm gonna share for tonight. I mean, we could move on to our game of the week. That was the game of two weeks. Okay, yeah. So last week we talked about grounded, and we were labeling that grounded part one. So therefore, that makes this week grounded part two. <laughs> and I don't remember if I mentioned it, but I'm gonna mention it again. Grounded is on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass. You can play it there as part of the subscription at no extra cost. And I will also note that Grounded is, they're calling it, I guess, a game preview. Just to kind of, I guess, somewhat explain what we're finding that out to be is that it's not complete game. They're still adding a lot of content. And after last week's recording, I definitely started to notice more where... I start to get the sense that okay, it's it's doesn't feel like a full on complete game, although I think I did call it that last week. Um, like Joanne, I don't know if you kind of feel the same way. Like I feel like there was a good like string of quests to do at the very beginning of the game, where they have you to go through certain things, and then at one point it just kind of seems like you just get like random quests from Burgle. Uh, every time and then they just have send you off to do random things it's it doesn't really like have a quest line that builds to a story or anything like that so i definitely am starting to see more areas where it's lacking as a complete game and so now i kind of get why they're calling it a game preview i agree i mean there's a lot of different like materials and you know crafting mats and stuff but i think it where it's lacking a little bit is in like the total number of like weapons and armor pieces there's not a ton for like a complete game so i think i think that's hopefully where we see them add some new things but there's a long list of enemies of like who you can encounter and um you know different parts and bats that you can use to, to build stuff but i think as far as like the gear i'm hoping they expand on that a little bit and then obviously the story is you know you do a few quests that kind of feel like they're taking you somewhere and then after that, that seemed to kind of die off. So yeah, maybe we haven't like off. found the next part of the story, but it's been a while since like, I feel like the trail of breadcrumbs have like just stopped, like ended, like just feels unfinished. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we're just like winding up at a place and like, now what? Right? Yeah, we're just like, well, what do we want to do? Let's just go try and like kill a stronger bug than last time, you know, or build a, a bigger fort than we've ever had before or like... I built a two-story fort this time. I'm so proud of myself. It's like a double-story house. <laughs> yeah, so we're just kind of like making our own quest of like what we want to try and do or accomplish. But anyways, go ahead and talk about your new newest fort or uh, base that you've built. You know, go ahead and describe that. Like, what did you build? The, the your biggest your bigger accomplishment there. 
Well, I guess like what you said earlier, it was just we got Burgle the robot to upgrade our building. All right, so we we had to spend the raw science yeah. that we were collecting a lot of, which is kind of hard to get. And I think the first thing we bought with it was upgrades to the building. Yeah, thing? so it basically allowed us to build like two-story buildings and unlocked, I guess, like stairs and roofs, like, different things we could build to you know that would basically allow us to build bigger structures that was the first thing i got i just kind of knew that you would have a lot more fun with that yeah I, I did i did have fun with that but then after i built our first double story fort and then i'm like okay now what now oh, okay let's fill it up with furnitures and build traps around it so i don't know it just seems like you just end up trying to find more things to do on your own and like you said the story kind of like died there halfway through so yeah i i guess like okay after i built my first fort and then we started building like about three more other forts just like around. some smaller ones yeah. just like to spread out and then we have like a safe place we can go back to to so we could respawn rest. right yeah, for for respawns or also just like hey, if it's getting dark, we'll just go to our nearest base. Yeah, to go sleep for the night. Exactly, but then again, it's just there, and you just run out of things to do. And plus, what you said it was like how the day and night, you know, like it just gets dark, and then you can't go out without risking yourself getting killed by some wolf spiders and stuff. So it's a lot of waiting on the days and nights go by too right yeah i mean there's like because you don't want to wander out at night so if it's getting dark like you don't want to go start your adventure because like you know you're gonna have to be back somewhere safe like pretty soon so you have to keep that in mind too but there's always always good to have more forts and stuff around so you always have some place you can go back to yeah oh yeah i mean we also what else did we upgrade it um i mean we we found more stuff like Pistols, flower petals. I mean, there's definitely more things that we found. And yeah, so like as you explore more of the map, you find things that you can collect, and only in those areas of the map. So I mean, things like that we're starting to get into, like the flower petals, the thistles for the arrows, um, which I found quite a while ago. But um, we we recently been able to kill things like the stink bugs and bombarder bombardier beetles bombardier beetles yeah yeah and then last week i made the oh we killed a spider too Don't yeah i was gonna get into that so because last week i made the brave announcement that i would probably be known as the spider killer this week and just last night I, I realized that we really needed to get a spider kill before talking about the game again so we uh, decided to be brave and actually take on a spider and like actually try killing it versus just running away from it. And we did it. We, yeah, we downed a spider. Not, it wasn't too difficult. They definitely look a lot scarier than they really are. Um, so, I mean, we, yeah, we got a spider kill. Yeah, we squashed so that bug. Proud we got of you. some spider parts. So I think we need to kill quite a few more before we can actually make something with it. But we did kill a spider and that felt really good. Well, I just felt accomplished after building so many forts. I'm just like, okay, let's go kill something. And so we killed a spider, the bombarded beetle, and the... I think 
Bug. Yeah, stink bug. I think we killed one. I kind of cheesed one because there's some that like hang out not too far from an ant hill, and I like aggroed it and like took it to the ant hill. Then I think the ants killed it, and then I just looted it and ran away. So, did I kill a stink bug? Yes, definitely. But I had a little bit of help. Thank <laughs> you to the ants. Yeah, I know there yeah. is. We're like... still working on the ladybug. I, know, I, I feel like we're gonna get the ladybug tonight. I know it. I kind of wish we had a chance to play a little bit more before record recording. So, um, I'm not, we're really close. And we got really been, close last time. We've been too focused on exploring and building the forts. I mean, you've been helping me a lot, gathering the materials for the fort and the furniture. Yeah, I mean, we've been so spending cute. a lot more time doing that than you know trying to get stronger or kill stuff so but we did find a few tips that are making the game a lot easier that i would just run through really quick one is one of the better mutations that you can get you can buy from burgle using the raw science which i think is meat shield and increases your maximum health that makes it a lot easier to survive and fight things uh, another thing that we figured out is for the water droplets, instead of smacking the leaf to make the water fall down, you can just shoot the droplet with an arrow and it makes it fall down. Way easier, faster to get water that way. Also, we found out that a lot of the, the blades of grass, the water droplets are bugs. So you chop the, the grass down and then the water droplet would just be like suspended in midair and it wouldn't fall. And so you could actually just shoot it with an arrow and it, that shouldn't really happen anymore. So um, that was kind of another tip that we started using and making the game way easier. And then okay. lastly, I'm now playing the game in third-person mode instead of first-person. And so far, that makes it feel way easier because really? you, can, you can see more. Yeah, I don't think you've switched yet, but... I, I did think... switch it, and then I didn't like it, and I switched back. Yeah, so <laughs> I like it. Just make it so you can see way more and, like... I don't know. It, it also makes it not as scary because, like, you can like kind of see what's to your left and right, and it's not like you can only see what's right in front of you. So, I mean, I, I think it. I think it makes the game easier so far. I think I'm gonna um, keep it that way for now. I think it's based on personal preference. I I like it in first person point of view. I like it sometimes, but I think for combat, it's gonna, it's gonna be way easier to do it this way with third person. Fair enough. Fair enough. So should we move on to the rating since we spoke about the game quite a bit last week? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we can talk about the ratings. Um, kind of moving in here, I guess on convenience being our first category. And for the convenience of this game, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, yeah. convenient, right? I feel like it's it's more definitely more convenient than most games. Um, it does auto-save a lot, so... If you uh, do get kicked off or booted or for whatever reason, you should have a fairly recent autosave file. Uh, it does. It is a little bit hard to like just walk away from the game just because you'll get hungry and thirsty over time, and when you come back, you could be dead because of that, uh, or also you could have just a random spider walk along and and kill you that way, or it could get dark and then there's a lot more um, spiders that move around at night. Um, but what you can do, like if you don't need to leave the game really quick for whatever reason, you can just do a manual save and then quit. And then wherever you're at, when you load the game back, that's you'll be there. So, um, And you can pretty much do that anywhere. It's not like you're 
going to be stuck in a dungeon and you can't leave without having to restart the whole thing or anything like that. So that's kind of, we haven't really had to do that, but if we did, that's probably how I would do it. But what about you, Joanne? What do you think on the convenience? I think I'll give it an eight too. Only because when, what do you call it? When the kids are crying or need your attention while you're playing, you know, halfway through the night, sometimes they wake up. So I think it's an eight because all you need to do is go to your nearest fort. That's a tip. Make as many forts, even small ones, you know, just to keep yourself safe. Um, that way you could go tend to something else so that you're not in the open like what Kevin said. Yeah, I think for one one area it was getting dark, so we literally just like threw up four walls and like didn't even have a door on there. And then like it actually saved us because a spider came by and didn't kill us because of that. So because like, they couldn't see you. <laughs> yeah, we would have definitely died if we didn't have those. Uh, that's even that little quick little fort that we threw together there. Yeah. In a couple of minutes, so definitely definitely something to keep in mind. How about on communication? What do you have for communication? I think it's very important. I like what you said in our first um in the part one last week. Um, you really can't play the game alone. I mean, it would defeat the purpose. I mean, it wouldn't be as fun if you ask me, because then you'll just have to multitask a lot. I think it's so much easier that we're doing this together, and it's a game that. I would definitely recommend gamer couples or gamer parents to play together to build rapport, um, to strengthen that bond and communicate while playing. What do you think? So, did I give a rating yet? I think I haven't. Um, I give it a 10 for communication. I think it's hey, really important. That's a, a solid 10 out of 10 on communication from you. Um, yeah. That's interesting because I actually wrote down a 10 for communication. Really? Yeah, so right now we are on the same track here on this one. But yeah, just to kind of further reinforce that, I mean, I feel like in this game, between like sharing materials, there's all, all the time we're like, hey, you know, do you have any sprigs or pebbles or like, I guess those are kind of the most common things. We're like, we're always like sharing things. <laughs> and the inventory space feels like it's they kind of it. small for yeah. like how many things you have in the game that you like want to be carrying around or taking. So we end up and we end up using a lot of the storage boxes. So like if I put something in there, Joanne can take it out. Um, so really, we're like basically sharing items and you know crafting things for each other or like you know we always end up sharing things a lot. And obviously that takes communication. If we're like, hey, do you have any of these? I really need something of this. Um, you or know. even cooking. Like you cook for me a lot while I'm building stuff. Yeah, like you go you hunting need, and cooking. If you cooking need food, food, like you'll ask me or vice versa. Or like if we need water, like we'll help each other find it. Uh, you know, if we get in trouble, if like a spider finds us or something, you know, the other one. We're always communicating that. You I know? like, sorry, yeah, I like the part when I died. And then I was like, I didn't want to go back to get my backpack. Because when you die, you leave your backpack behind and you have to literally go back to where you died to collect it and, and your backpack just has all of your stuff exactly basically, except for the weapon that you had equipped mm -hmm. you know so if you're if you die and you have a club like you come back to life with that club but everything else Somewhere. is in that backpack exactly so i'm like i'm so afraid to go back there because that bug is still there heaven can you please go and like divert its attention and then you go and shoot some arrows at it and it goes chasing you while I go pick up my backpack. So I thought that was pretty cool. 
Yeah, so this way, there's a lot of ways that you can help each other. It's definitely like a team. It can be a team-oriented game. You can play it yourself, obviously, but I don't think it would be as fun. And it, it definitely adds a lot to like teamwork if you're using that in the game. And um, it, just, it feels like a game that plays better with other people, for sure. Yep, teamwork is dream work. So that's a 10 from both of us, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So next one is on the story. And I'll I'll go ahead and go and jump onto this one first. But um, story, I think, is one of the areas where we feel the most as a game preview. I was saying if they had more primary quests, um, you run out of those really quickly. And then it just kind of feels like secondary quests or just like random dailies that they're kind of giving us to do. And it doesn't really feel very significant. So on the story, I'm giving it a four. That's me being a little bit nice. I feel like the story is an area that they could really improve. Um, I mean, it could just be a part that we just haven't really gotten to the game, it, like for far enough into the game to where the story kind of does something. But so far, it seems a little, seems really lacking there. That's definitely the category that I'm noticing. What about you, Joanne? How do you feel about the story? When we first started playing the game, I thought um, that the story was going to be great and I had such high hopes for it. I mean, if you hear me talk about it in the last episode, you knew like I was like trying to figure out, okay, how did we end up this way? How did we become all shrunk up in this backyard of a house? And I was so looking forward to like figure that out by the time we speak again this week and kind of disappointed that the story didn't go anywhere. I mean like even after we finish a few quests with Burgle the robot, um, it just felt like it's not moving as fast. I don't know. But yeah, like like from so last week, for example, we had like discovered the mysterious machine. Like you start the game like you just came out of like a weird little briefcase thing that looks like it was to store people and there's like some I don't know some kind of serum or something and we're like okay it has something to do with like why we're small so like they're kind of being mysterious about it I feel like the devs yeah. were like oh we're gonna kind of lead you on this adventure where you like figure out what happened and like how to get bigger or something and then we're like okay I like it like they're kind of being mysterious yeah. and keeping us on the edge of our seat and then as we progress through, it's like, okay, the story hasn't done anything like since the very beginning. And we've learned nothing new a full week later of playing and progressing into more parts of the yard. So I don't yeah. know. It, and it, doing it, the same stuff, right? Yeah, I was more like optimistic about it and like waiting for things to unfold. And that like never really happened. So now I'm like, okay, well, I guess there is no story. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. So I was going to give it a 2 out of 10 for a story. That's fair. I think my 4 was... Yeah, yours was pretty generous. Pretty nice. <laughs> I, I'm also keeping in mind it's not a completed game, so probably not really fair to give ratings on it. And I feel like that's the area where it was lacking. But but yeah, so that there's the story. Um, how about on repeatability? How do you feel about the repeatability of Grounded? Um, in the beginning, I was really thinking that the repeatability would be really high um, last week. And it was true. I mean, we played it like almost every night, except for the nights that you were away. But yeah, I, I thought it, the repeatability was high in the beginning. But now I'm kind of figuring out, okay, what do I do next? I mean, I've already built this. I've already built that. 
I'm just gonna upgrade my weapons and kill bigger bugs, bigger insects. But then that's about it. So I don't know. I don't foresee this being as repeatable throughout the next year or the next couple months even. But I mean, I don't mind going back to it. I'll definitely go back to Among Us more or Overcook even. Uh, so I'm gonna give the repeatability of this game probably a 4 out of 10. Okay. Um, yeah, for myself on the repeatability, I mean, it, it feels fun. I mean, there's a lot of different um, things you can do between building to exploring. And the map seems pretty big. And I mean, every, every day we're finding new places that we haven't been to yet and new materials and not as often, but pretty often finding new enemies. And there's weapons you can unlock and, and gear. And although I said there's not too, too many of those, but you do go through a series of upgrading them. So um, using one material in particular, quartzite usually. So, um, which is not too hard to get, but it costs a lot when you start upgrading things. So you put a lot of time and focus into upgrading your stuff too. So definitely a lot in the game to keep you busy and kind of keep you coming back for more. Uh, you know, and then again, you can always try it on different difficulties once you beat the game. Like you can't even beat the game. Um, don't know if there's an end to the story, but I guess you can just beat the hardest enemy. But um yeah, it, I, I mean, I feel like the repeatability is kind of there, so I, I give it a 7. I think it's more repeatable than most games, and they do seem to be adding quite a bit of stuff to the game over time relatively quickly. So as long as they kind of keep doing that and coming out with updates or they're adding maybe new areas and new enemies and new weapons and armor and all that, I think it could keep on it for at least a little while. Fair enough. Yep. So that's it on repeatability. Uh, last category, though, is fun. And for the f fun factor for this one, I am giving Grounded a 9, which is a lot. Yeah, um, it is a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, it is fun, but yeah. wow, I'm 9. Having, I am having a lot of fun with this game between the, the different forts that we are able to make, which for the most part, it's you doing the forts. But it's cool, like, getting to go inside them and use them safety and like having multiple different ones we can go to and then also just like the combat aspect of the game and like every bug you fight feels way different from the spiders to the ladybugs to the stink bugs um you know even to the ants like they feel way different to fight every time it doesn't feel like rinse and repeat on every enemy you know you can't fight a ladybug the same way you would fight a stink bug um so it it you know, and depending on what we're hunting, like the game feels a lot different. Then even just like the different weapons, like feel a lot different. Um, the different armor sets, it's not just oh you take less damage or you take more damage. They have like other effects that they do as well. So um, it definitely keeps me interested. And you know, plus I just like the idea of like the whole "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" feel of where you're tiny in, in a yard and. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm having a good time with this one for sure. So I'm giving it a nine. Joanne, what about you? Um, for fun. I mean, I agree with you. It's pretty fun, but I'm giving it a seven only because after playing it for a couple of weeks, I can see like, I mean, like for a while, 
or other games I've been you know really addicted to I could play for like months without getting bored and this is just the second week of playing it and I'm already feeling a bit I wouldn't say bored but yeah I'm running out of things to do in there yeah I'm not giving it a nine like you are <laughs> that's fair we're still I can tell we're still a long ways like from the end as far as the content goes um, there's still a lot of enemies that we haven't fought yet or even discovered um you know there's the bees there's mosquitoes there's like fireflies and we haven't even gotten into like the water zone yet termites all those not to mention yeah, the fair enough mother that's true so, but i mean the other games that we've played we're also been playing for like a week or a couple of weeks you know like forza or any other games and you kind of like know how addictive it could be in the start and like you can predict you know like there's a where you 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 yeah your interest levels yeah your interest levels fall off at yeah some point, so. exactly and i was thinking like this to for it to fall off this soon at the second week it's it's like um kind of too soon for me to lose interest so yeah maybe it's just not my cup of tea i don't know but or maybe it was just going too slow of a pace, you know, or maybe we were focusing on the wrong things. But yeah, so I guess that's why I'm giving it a 7. But I agree with you that we haven't played this game till the end. Like, we haven't played all the games till the end, to be honest. But we can still give the review based on that, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the hard part about trying to play a different game every week and give a decent review on it. So... This is one we've gotten to play for two weeks, so I think it makes the review a little bit more detailed and better. But, you know, I'd say that, you know, I don't normally like games that have a lot of bugs. <laughs> That's funny. This is the only one I like, so. That these is are the, funny. These kind of bugs are okay. Yeah, this is one buggy game that you would enjoy. <laughs> yes, and uh, love the, the bug puns. But anyways, yeah, so that's the, I guess that concludes our review for Grounded. Um, I am actually looking forward to wrapping up this episode so I can play it a little bit more. I'm not. So what's the total? Done. Oh yeah, so we didn't go over our total. So the, my total came out to be 38. Ooh, that's and, pretty high. Yeah, your total was 31. So I, I think, I don't have our list in front of me. I think that's probably second highest. This right is like Lost as Ark? close. Yeah, you, you gave Lost, Lost Ark like 39 or something? I thought it was like low 40s. But anyways, yeah, 38 is pretty good. So it's out of 50. Wow. So, um, yeah, 38 from myself and a 31 from Joanne. I just want to reiterate that it's our ratings are not based on how bad the game is or anything. It's just more like from a gamer parent's point of view when... Um, or a gamer couple's point of view where um, you have kids and you're just trying to figure out what game is the most easiest to play while tending to your kids and also building communication and, and rapport with your significant other. So um, don't get us wrong. This game is awesome, amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's still a fun game regardless. Even, even if, like... I wasn't a parent and I wasn't married. I would still probably want to play this game at least a little bit. Although definitely a lot more fun to play with you. Oh, thank you. But yeah, so I hope you enjoyed all this. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. 
That is all that we have for now. Be sure to check out our live stream on Tuesday. I can't again, wait. On, on YouTube at 9.30 Central. I don't know yet what game we're going to be streaming. We're going to have to figure that out between now and then. But regardless, it's going to be a lot of fun. So come check yeah. it out. Mm -hmm. All right. That's all we got for you this week. Bye. Bye.